Welcome to the Revitalize Podcast, a podcast where we have conversations to help you experience emotional, spiritual, and physical wellness as you lead at your church, your business, or in your life. Here are your hosts, Danielle and Kevin. Welcome, everybody, to Episode 8 of the Revitalize Podcast. We are your hosts, Kevin and Danielle Presto. And how are you doing today, Danielle? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing really great as well. Good. Yeah. So it's great to be back here for another episode of the podcast. Uh, If you're new to our podcast, we are all about kind of helping Christian leaders break through some of those Christian taboos, Christian things that we just don't like to talk about. Stigmas. Stigmas when it pertains to our emotional and our spiritual and our physical wellness. Because we believe as leaders to have a great gospel impact in our lives and in our ministries, in our places of work, our places of business, you got to explore your wellness. Right. And it's not just about teaching other people to explore theirs. It's really about us exploring ours and then uh, having that kind of overflow impact into others' lives. Exactly. So we're starting a new segment here in the podcast where we are beginning to interview other people that we've gotten to know or meet over the last few years and to share their story of wellness as well. Right. It's been great to interview other people and not just have us talking to one another, interviewing each other, but interviewing other people who are on some kind of a wellness journey. Exactly. So over the next few weeks, we're going to, again, kind of break it up like we've done in the past, where one episode might focus more on spiritual or emotional or physical wellness. Or, like in today's episode, it will kind of cover all three topics. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and really great interview. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, being able to hear what Jay has to say. Why don't you introduce Jay for us? That's right. So today on the podcast, we have Jay from the Drunk 3PO and the Jay Walking the Planet YouTube channels. So if you're not familiar with him, you want to go Google Jay Walking the Planet and Drunk 3PO in YouTube, and you can basically kind of... See someone who's pretty much into the same kind of things that I am. Yeah, that's <laughs> Star how you Wars, guys got connected, Disney, isn't it? All that exactly. That's how I first met Jay was kind of through our our mutual love of Star Wars and our mutual ee, not feeling so good about the current direction of Star Wars. That's how we kind of but got to know. But that's probably a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast <laughs> dealing with that emotional wellness journey. <laughs> and so, and as, as I got to know Jay more and more, got to learn about a lot of the, the missions work that he has done all around the world in, in helping out kids and building orphanages and, and just got to know him and, to, and just hear his story. So we're really, really grateful that he willing to come on the podcast with us and to share his story with you. Yeah, and without further ado, why don't we start that interview? Let's turn it over to the interview. We are really excited to have Jay from the Drunk 3PO, Jay Walking the Planet YouTube channel yeah. with us here today. Yes, we are excited. And uh, <laughs> one thing, I, I, it's so funny because we, we've talked about Jay having different um, blogs or sorry, not blogs, but podcasts and such. And mm. so I didn't know we were talking about about Drunk C-3PO. So let's go there right away. <laughs> so Jay, tell us, what is that? What is Drunk C-3PO? Well, it's 
It's actually because of copyright. It's actually drunk three PO. Oh, sure. No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, it's that name started out as a joke because uh, me and my me and some friends got together and we started this little small YouTube podcast about Star Wars and we all decided to pick the most ridiculous Star Wars names known to possible so that you know so like they were picking like weird stuff so i thought it'd be like what would it be like if c-3po the protocol droid that's very smart and speaks six million languages had a little too much to drink like like how would that be so his beats would get higher and i don't know oh that's not yeah yeah oh my goodness Every it's time I see you, I, yeah, the, the, uh, the, the shiny yellow guy is okay. terrible. Hi. It started so bad. Here we go. But that, now that's how, that's how don't, you don't. and Kevin got connected, though, is through drunk first, three people. Exactly. Yeah, that's how I first learned about The shiny, Jay. grassy, taller guy. Well, like, if, I mean, if I had known if it was going to be like, if it would blow up into something what it is, I probably would have named it something else. But maybe because of that name, people were curious. Right. To, oh, so that uh, makes it even more fun. What will today, looking back, what would you what would you have named it? Jay talks Star Wars. I don't know something boring like that. <laughs> but there were already a whole bunch of YouTube channels that were already named. Yeah, that that's right? true. So. That's true. I, I, it just started as a hobby and as kind of like a joke. Like that's that's where I was at, and just we were just kind of laughing at the stir the current state of my beloved Star Wars franchise, and it just caught on it just started and here we are so yeah. it's like well there it is yeah. so well, and that's how i originally mm-hmm. first connected with jay was through yeah. that channel because we have very similar opinions about star wars and that's a mm-hmm. whole other conversation for another time yeah i'm not allowed to get into that well, you're, so. allowed. <laughs> you're so allowed <laughs> put some controlled parameters um but what really I was really fascinated about Jay's channel was, was the, was the work that you were doing and continue to do to help other people. So now that's jaywalking the planet. Well, even for, even in the drunk through PO channel oh, as well, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, and you would share stories about your missions trips and, and, and how you support, you know, help kids and work at different orphanages and travel all over the world. So as a guy myself, you know, who's a pastor who works in a church, who's never been on a missions trip. Like I've cut checks well, you to have missionaries. Now, but I know. When you met Jay but before. It's, fault. But, it's Jay's okay. fault that I went on an <laughs> That's airplane. Right. You know, because I was like, oh my goodness, like he just inspired me. Like his stories of helping these kids got well, me out of my comfort zone so and I got me actually, on an airplane. I could actually so. call up Jay when there's the way that I want to influence you and Jay would do it because I've talked to him about missions for years. <laughs> Well, you know what's interesting? On that channel, we were talking pop culture news and debating things. And I kind of let that part of my life, I just never really brought it up until someone came on and they were like, hey, is this you? Like, we went on a trip together and and I remember you in Haiti. And I remember, and I was just like, well, it is what it is and everybody knows. And so I just started to talk about it. And we went from there to... Uh, using a lot of the YouTube money that I was making to to do more trips and build homes, and it just started to grow from there. And I was just like, well, I, I you know, I'm just not gonna be afraid to to talk about it. And 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 if you know, if people want to be involved, that's their chance to be involved. And it's it's very unique because in that, I guess you call it nerd culture. 
I, not too many people have they don't understand mission trips or oh. why would you do that so like right. there's so many questions i get asked to be on people's channel and they're just like why do you even do that so it's like it's so fascinating mm-hmm. coming from a church background like myself which is like in america it's almost it, it's almost a common thing to send a youth group to a trip right to go help exactly. like it's yeah. just kind of like part of the summer thing that youth groups do uh they go to youth camp and then they go on a trip to a community that's like, I don't understand why you do this. Like, like, how did you get involved? Like, starting from the very beginning, uh, people that don't have that church background or know any, they don't even know anything about God or or whatever, or just right. people doing good stuff, like for whatever it's worth. And um, so it's it's unique to see them. Like, wow, somebody's actually doing something and I can help. That's pretty, right. and that's pretty cool. So that, that opens up a lot of communication for a lot of people that are, that are very curious as to how they can mm-hmm. get involved, why we do this, what's the purpose, why is that? Okay. Like it, it just goes on and on. It's very fascinating from this end because I've never experienced that. So I, I, I was glad that, you know, I just, I didn't keep that quiet. Oh, uh, I didn't yeah. keep that part of my life quiet. So and that must cool. have been a bit of a transition, though, going from this whole, like you call it, nerd culture, drunk 3PO, and, <laughs> you know, going through all the Star Wars stuff, and then, yeah. you know, t- meeting people kind of that don't have that church background, and then seeing, oh, my goodness, but these worlds are starting to collide. Tell us about yeah. that journey. How did you kind of, you know, handle that uh, transition? So, I... I spent years of my life going overseas, spent a lot of time in Haiti, but I've been like almost every country that's not cold uh, and have done something. So you could just name, you know, uh, Asia and Africa, stuff like that. And it, and a long story short, it kind of became not like profession, but it was just like, I was being contracted to go to these different places and, and bring teams and stuff like that. It just kind of like, right. It just kind of happened. I didn't expect it to happen, but it just kind of happened. And the problem that I didn't see forthcoming was spending years in areas of ultimate suffering, hmm. people dying of starvation, people homeless, uh, just digging graves, uh, things like that. And, it's, it's child trafficking. You can go. You, you guys know the horrible things oh, yeah. that we read about. Yeah, absolutely. And you're standing yep. there in the middle of it, and it took a toll on me pretty hard. That mm-hmm. I remember the last major trip that I did was in Cambodia, and <laughs> for some reason, I don't know what it was. That was the uh, that was the trip where like my life just fell apart. Like coming back, I just was so. It was like years of seeing that stuff and not and it, it it's crazy because i would go out feed the whole you know poor and build the homes and do all this stuff and everything and then as soon as you came back you kind of took a deep breath and you're back at the airport going to the next one so right. I, I never really had time to process uh what what i was seeing or even uh but even like decompress with god i guess you'd say it was just more like I'm doing this for you, God. Just bless me. You know, like I'm right. doing it. Yep. Like uh, take care of take care of my life and everything that's there. So 
after Cambodia, I really, I had a, like, uh, uh, just a really rough time. Um, went through a terrible divorce that, you know, and, and that's a whole other thing. And I couldn't go out on the field anymore. I was angry at everybody. I was mad at guy. It was just, and I finally had to sit back and go, I need to talk to someone <laughs> because this is right. not me. Like, this is not who I am. Like, everything has just fallen apart. Uh, tragic, like just right, terrible. I never thought, you know, right. and, and like I said, that's, that's a lot in just a short few sentences, but I, I spoke, I went and saw a counselor and I started to work through things and work through all that stuff. And basically right. they told me because I, I took a teaching job. I didn't travel for a while and I was just here, uh, just working and trying to pick up pieces. Yeah. And trying to find like joy in life again, because it just seemed like all those years it just built up. And so a one of the suggestions was find a hobby that you would like to just find a hobby to keep your mind, you know, just creative and things like that. So when someone approached me about, hey, you just want to come online and talk about Star Wars stuff. I was like, yes, (laughs) yeah, yeah, Yeah. let's just do that. And so like that was the start of. Just me unplugging from this other world that I had done for so long and just seeing like, you know, the it was just unplugging from that world and plugging into an escape world. Mm-hmm. Right. And and so then it just began like people just it, they began watching more and more and more and more and getting involved in different communities and stuff. And so it just kind of blew up that way. Shockingly, because I didn't expect that. Mm-hmm, right. And, and he, you know, to the point of meeting celebrities and going on these trips and all this stuff and, and people just finding more about a little bit more about my personal life. You know, I tried to separate that, but eventually it never, it, it's, it's almost hard to keep so hard to, yeah. right, to, to do that. that. Yeah. Yeah, and so then when people started finding out, I put together another channel that was separated from the pop culture, which is Jaywalking the Planet, and just put up some of the videos there. And I, I'm like, if people care about that kind of stuff, then they'll gravitate over there, which they have. They've moved over oh. there as well to to keep informed. And just running into some of the coolest people that – have given to these projects that don't want any recognition. And mm-hmm. it, it just seems like this was a moment that God was like, I, I still got you, man. I got you. I'm not done with you yet. Wow. I ain't right. done with you yet. Like I got you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so it, it was like, and then, you know, between all that, the, you know, several years have gone by and, and finding the balance and just taking on little projects at a time, because I feel like when you start to do certain work, or even certain ministry, it's just kind of woven into you as part of your being. Right. And it's, it's almost impossible to, to remove it from who you are as a person, mm-hmm. whatever your calling might be. And it's just woven. It's just who you are taking right. breaks and yeah. things like that. Very important. Uh, I mean, listen, we got to this point where Jesus was like tired of people. Like, you know, it's rough when Jesus is like, I got to go away for a little yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, you guys are driving me nuts. I got to go. Before I flip over more tables, I'm going. To yeah, it's just there. like, I, yeah. I need a break from you guys. And yeah, I'm the son of God. So it's like, you know, like that's, that's, that's a big, that's a big thing. But uh, yeah. 
and yeah. so it was just relearning, uh, falling in love with life again, yeah. falling in, in love with myself as like, mm-hmm. I'm not a loser. I'm not this. I'm not that, right. that, that yep. God will still wants to work with you that mm-hmm. picking up pieces and, and then, and then putting them back in a place that's healthy. Mm-hmm. That's very, uh, that's very healthy. Not overdoing it, making sure you process things properly, and making sure it, it's what you're supposed to be doing and not rushing into things. And because a lot of times, at least for me, I've seen it in the Christian walk where people are doing ministry. Instead of doing ministry, it flips over to a job where right. they just let the stress pour in because it's Absolutely. about. Yep. A job. And that, and that's just because we're human. And I'm not against like like never against people getting paid for their work. I think people should be paid. I think pastors, yeah, whatever. But it's like when you get to that point where it's like, I just got to do this as a job and I'm not doing it for what I was called. Then then I, I you, you're just opening yourself up to a lot more stress and headache. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and originally. And again, that's just my perspective from what I've seen. And um but yeah, it, it just was like developing healthy habits, mm-hmm. uh, learning to say no, mm-hmm. learning to uh, balance, you know, work and rest and things like that. And and I, I it, it was rough, man. It was rough. It was a few years. Uh, I told Ken like I had like when I got back from Cambodia and all that stuff, just kind of it just you know when it rains it pours. Uh, put on tons of weight. Stopped caring about my health. Uh, stopped caring about being social with people just wanted to go to work and come home and just, just turn on the television and not do anything else. And just, it just was like, you know, repeat, repeat, repeat. And just falling into that trap of, I guess I have no value. I did my job and now I'm just going to live out, try to live out the rest of my days in comfort, Yeah, Uh, (laughs) you know, Um, and, and, yeah. And whatever I thought that was, and and I and guess as a fairly young man too, as a fairly uh, I'm, in young my, man. I'm in my forties. So. I know, but it's when when you say well, that's young to me. Yeah, when so you say that was a few years ago, it's not like living out <laughs> yeah, the rest yeah. of my days until you know. Yeah, like you're not like in your eighties waiting mm-hmm. to live. Yeah, out yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, I got, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but one of the saying. one of the interesting things, actually, you said a lot of interesting things, but I'm just wanting to capture one thread here. Um, and that is, you said you were doing for God, and you were kind of stuck on that, on that, you know, like running and going from one thing to the next, and no time to process. And yeah. then, and and so maybe, like, I think that's something that probably most of our listeners can identify with, where it's like, well, I'm doing for God, and so of course I, I'm gonna just, and, and you even mentioned, you know, learning to say no. Well, of course, I'm going to say yes if I'm doing for God. And I know that this is something that a lot of women, like I deal with a lot, work with a lot of women and coaching on learning to say yes to the things that God is saying yes to and no to everything else. So is it is it an issue that you've seen? You mentioned it for yourself, but is it also a, a, a big issue with guys to learn to say no? And maybe you can tell us a bit about that journey. So that's an excellent question, actually. I had to learn to accept the fact that I'm not perfect Mm -hmm. and I need to stop trying to be perfect in front of people. When I was trying to raise money 
for various uh, back in when I was, you know, doing things, I would speak at youth camps and other churches and other organizations, uh, whatever. And you just had to put on, in my mind, you just had to put on, Hey, look, I'm such a good soul. I'm such a good soldier. You know, can you help right. me out with some money so we can finish these, these things over there? And it, it, there's more pressure in that, I think, to where make sure you don't put anything on social media. Make sure no one sees you with a small glass of wine at dinner. Make sure no one sees you hanging out with this person. Make sure you only post these pictures because you got to present yourself in a way where people are watching you that they'll want to give or whatever it is and like present yourself this. And so that kind of pressure builds up as well, where it's like, I can't even, you know, it's like, so I'm out enjoying my art. Like for instance, make sure your tattoos are covered up, make sure, you know, it's just like this whole checklist of look, I'm a good person. So you could trust me, uh, this and that. And I had to learn that. Um, I, I'm not perfect and, and it's okay. You know, oh, like yeah. it's, right. it's okay to be myself. It's not that I have a license to sin, but it's like, no, no. it's, no. uh, it, it's, it's okay. I'm going to make mistakes. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to do things that people don't like, you know, like I might go to Disney world and people are like boycott Disney world because of all the terrible things that's going on. So don't go there. So they're going to be mad at me for that. Or I might, you know, it, whatever. I have a tattoo and like people are like, how dare you? You're a Christian. Right. You should not be Christian. That's what that was so It's like, yeah. I've heard it all. I've heard it all, you know, before. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, I've just got to be Jay and yeah. keep walking the narrow road as best I can mm-hmm. yeah. and do the best I can. Because from my thought process at the end of the day, and this could be the wrong thinking, but I'm still learning, you know, I'm still uh, going through this journey, but it's like, I, the kids that that we bring food to could care less if I have a tattoo on my arm because they're right. starving to death. Right, right. And yeah, and that's all. That's like, and it's not like I'm like, uh, you know, I would go somewhere and be like, well, you're gonna accept my tattoo, or I'm just using <laughs> no, that one exactly. point as an example. Yeah. No, I totally. Yeah, I'm very saying. respectful. Like I've gone places where I've been told, like, hey, you know, they kind of look at that funny. I cover them up. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not like you know, it's not about being disrespectful. It's just mm-hmm. being. It's just being Jay. Like, this is oh, who right. I am. Yeah. And it's interesting because um, you, you said, you know, like, am, am I going to, you know, like, cover this up or do that or not this or not that because of what people are going to think? Did God call somebody else or did God call Jay, right? And so what does Jay look like? And and I love that you, the next thing that in that thread before was you talked about learning to love yourself and, and accepting yeah. God's love fully for yourself. And, and even though in that brokenness where it's like, okay, I'm not perfect. So what was that journey like? So growing up in church, went to a pretty straight uh, check. I call it like a checklist, like good people. Don't get me wrong. Not bashing. But it was, I was always taught things like um, check the boxes. Don't cuss. Don't see R-rated movies. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't drink, don't do this, don't do that. So it's a constant. And I kept finding myself over and over unable to check, you know, messing up, you know, and, you know, and, and just like, well, God must not, I can't help it. So God must not love me anymore. So whatever. And so I went through this journey with the church and my dad became a pastor later on, but he's still, 
worked a full-time job. So our whole life was dad's at work, come home, we go to church. I, and I have great memory. Don't get me wrong. I had sure, great yeah. memories of church and stuff. But it, it just came to this point where I felt there is nothing I could do to make God love me. I, I just can't. I'm trying here. You know, like I'm trying, but it's right. hard. Like there's so much weight that you're throwing on me. And it's just like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. I'm done. So I went on this like, I don't know what you call it, like this spiritual journey where I started studying other religions. That became my major in college. And I traveled the world, you know, China, and like just to see Buddhism and the Middle East and all these places to see. I'm missing something because obviously the God that I think I know doesn't love me because I can't, I can't follow all these rules. rules. Man, I can't rules. get these freaking rules. Yeah, it's driving yeah. me crazy. So after all that, this guy in China, this is funny, this Christian in China, he was like, Jay, 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 will you just go back to America and just sit down and read the red letters and just don't read anything else. Stop listening to stuff stop reading just read the red letter don't read anything else don't read anything else just spend time if you don't know what the red letters are it's like it's jesus's words words of jesus Uh, yeah it's usually only found now in the king king james version so um but so i did that and it it's amazing how much how much stuff i studied listened to conferences I went to and I just it just kind of like it finally kind of clicked where it was like um you see someone hungry give them something to eat you got two coats give one away I'm like well that's pretty simple why do we spend all this time studying it in the original (laughs) Greek and Hebrew and singing songs about it and doing all this stuff and 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 not just giving away carpet at church yeah exactly exactly. air conditioning or whatever it's like yeah. I don't, I don't, where's my giving envelopes for crying out loud? Like, yeah, I gotta get my tax receipt for my donation and all that fun stuff. Yeah. The music's too loud. Turn it down. The music's not loud enough. Turn, Turn it up. up. Oh, believe yeah. me. So for you, you just started to see the words of Jesus come to life and, and build that sense of calling for you. That's what started, yeah, this uh, unique journey for me with God where it was, I, it was weird. I had to almost like get away from church because I felt church was becoming. And then God forbid, when I went through this, when I went through, uh, when I went through my divorce and again, not no shame to talk about it. And there was a lot of church folk that were, that cut me off immediately right. uh, from yeah. pastors and everything else. And they were just All like, right. well, you, you can't do that kind of work anymore because, you wow. know, so we cut you off. And, I get it. I'm not even mad at them anymore. <laughs> but it was just like oh, yeah. at the time, of course, yeah. you know, you see all this and it's just like going back to, I almost church became was well, sadly, it became at the time the abusive relationship I kept going back to when everybody's telling wow. me you shouldn't be in that relationship. Right. Uh, yeah, You know what I mean? We've all seen yep. those people and you're like, why do you keep going back to him? Why do you keep going back to her? It's right. terrible for you. Yeah. That's what church became to me because it was like, I know I, I believe in God. I love God. And yeah. I did everything to try to disprove him. And I know that's not real. So I, I know Jesus loves the church. And if he loves the church, it's important. But there was a point for me where it was, I had to step back and find a healthy place. Yeah. And then 
heal my own stuff. And it was a beautiful journey of just me and God just taking a taking a walk. You know, just just, just taking a walk and going back to some simple just simple things, you know, like, like that, that he said, and, and that just brought peace and not, hmm. there's a time and place for, you know, deep study. There's no doubt about that, but right. it was just taking things. There was one passage and I know, um, feel free to correct me, however it is, but it really hit home where Jesus tells a parable about the gardener and the person, the guy who owned the, the, the garden. And so he tells this story where the owner comes out and was like, that tree not giving me any fruit. Cut it down and throw it into the fire. And the gardener's like, just just wait a second. Uh, let me dig out from around the tree. You guys know the parable. Mm-hmm. Let me dig out from around the tree and fill it with good soil. And let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. And I get it. Like if you deep study that, like people are saying it's talking about, you know, a prophecy about Israel and all those things like that. But for me, when I read that, it literally told me that I need to dig out people from around my world. Like I got to dig them out and fill it back up with people that will encourage me, correct me when I'm wrong, like things like to help me grow again. Mm-hmm. And so that scripture just constantly was just echoing in my mind. It was just like, I mean, if you've ever replanted a tree, it is one of the most, we've done it here in Florida a few times. It's one of the most difficult things ever because you, you don't want to cut the roots. Mm-hmm. Yep. You got to dig and you got to dig deep and yep. then you got to carefully lift the roots. You got to care. So doing all that. And I felt like that was a process of just mm-hmm. certain people just, I just couldn't have them around anymore because they were keeping me from, from growing. So it it was a process. It didn't happen overnight. You just don't wake up and go, all right, I'm done with him, him, him. No goodness. It's a start. start. (laughs) And then you're like, well, you're a Christian. You're supposed to love everyone. Yeah, I get that. But but um, there's a difference between loving and then realizing kind of the relationships that we need one another for to actually spur one another on and build one another up. Yeah. Surrounding ourselves with people who are just tearing us down. And that's how they're getting built up by tearing us down. It's yeah. not really it's the not, way it was I don't intended. think it's healthy. Not no. the way it was intended. And, no. and, and can yeah. be, you know, abusive. And that's something too that, you know, you started to talk a little bit about is that, you know, it felt like sometimes going back to the church felt like this abusive relationship that you were going back to. And, you know, I think this is one of the, um, Real, real big problems that we've had in the church is that when there is a, whether it's abuse or not abuse, I'm not to say or not to say, unhealthy, abusive type behavior has been allowed in the church out of that place of, you know, like, oh, well, let's love, let's be loving and let's not bring things to the surface. Whereas, you know, I think what you, what you're saying is, you know, you found the people that were not building into you and you're like, no, I'm going to cut myself off from that unhealthy treatment. Yeah. When I, when I talk abuse, it was, they were, I was, I felt like I was being mute because I could play the piano well and I was used constantly without I was used and then I was cut off because of circumstances. And then it was a constant shaming. Uh, It was like, it's like, there's a, there's a place when you go into the church and hear a message that you're convicted, 
I'm off, you know, I'm for that. There's also a time like when you're constantly leaving the church building, feeling worse about yourself. I'm like, (laughs) right. It's like, why do I even bother coming? Like, it's like, this ain't helping me. Like I'm going home depressed, you know? And it's, and, and, and people that used to talk to me won't talk to me anymore. And now I'm like the kid sitting in the back, you know, here's the damaged goods, you know, it's like, uh, God can't use you anymore because you're damaged. And it's like, that's the furthest from the truth. And I had to learn that, you know, I just, I just had to learn that. And, and, you know, again, I'm not perfect. I'm still on this journey. It's been an amazing journey, but I, I mean, listen, I got to this place that wasn't where, where Christians were trying to tell me, well, you went through this and you have this, this is your problem. This is your problem. And I was like, I turned into the, yeah, I was living in Africa, building homes for orphans. What were you doing during that time? Right. You know, like I sold all my stuff and gave to the poor. What did you do? Like I was one, I was, I turned into that guy. Right. Well, you, start, like, yeah. you can't say nothing to me. I preached a message in front of 10,000 people in Jamaica. How many messages did you preach? I baptized 500 people in this disgusting river in Haiti. How many people you've like, I became that person. And it's like, right. no, 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 that's not what it's about, Jay. It's no. like, yeah. this ain't a bragging contest, but it, I just felt that way because yeah. it was just constant people pointing saying, you need to do this and you need to do this and before you can do this and you can, and I'm like, man, for years, yeah, you know, I like, I did above and beyond anything that you ever mentioned. Yep. And now you have the, you think you've got the right to speak into me like this? Yeah. I don't think so. Like, I don't think so. And so it, again, it was, it was getting away from all that, that noise. And I, when I think about it today, it's kind of like, I, I get people's good intentions, Sure. Um, but sometimes it's just it's hurtful, good intentions. Maybe they thought they weren't being hurtful because they don't really know what's going on inside of you. They don't know what you're wrestling with, what kind of weights you've been carrying there. Jesus said something to the Pharisees one time and he in Matthew, he just was I think it's Matthew 18 somewhere. He was just like, you burden these people with such heavy weights. And he's just like pointing. He's like just to kind of basically control them. He's like, you burden these people, these poor people that I love with such heavy, and that's what I was feeling. Yeah. It was just yeah. like. That's what I was thinking, Jay, when you, when mm-hmm. you said, you know, like you have these people saying to you, you know, it, it, the, the word that came was like being pharmaceutical towards you. And you're like, I'm being Jesus going to do these things. Yeah, and I yeah. recognize, <laughs> I recognize that you were, you, you felt that check in your spirit too, that you're like, wait a minute. Now I'm boasting on what I'm doing. But, yeah, yeah. but in that moment though, that, that difference between, um, and so what would have been most helpful for you at that time to hear from those Christian leaders and to have experienced with those Christian leaders? Someone take me out to dinner yeah. and say, what's going on, man? Yeah. Wow. What's that's going it. on? That's it. Wow. Nice simple. Wow. That's a simple ask, isn't mm-hmm. it? That would have been huge that for me. Been. And the yeah. church that I go to now, the pastor did that. I wouldn't even go into his church. He just kind of uh-huh. knew me because I took his church on a mission trip before. He knew all the stuff was going on. And out of the blue, didn't have my number, came to my house which was, you know, it's weird nowadays. People show yeah. up at your house. Like, yeah, we don't right. tend to do that anymore. Cause yeah. And he's oh, like, hey, man, I'm not here for anything. Just, I just want to know when can we just go out for lunch? And that's all, that's all it took. Wow. So, you know, and like he, they totally get my, like I, 
I want to be there every Sunday, but I travel so much. Like, but they totally get it. And they, to this day, they still just text, just checking in on you, man. Wow. Know yeah. where you're at. You good? Yeah. So it's just little things like that. And they never, you know, it's, it's, uh, that, that meant a lot. Uh, to go out of your way for someone, and I'm saying, you know, everyone has to do this, but it's just what I needed. So yeah. to go out of your way, right? Uh, take me to Chili's, you know, and uh, just be like, what, dude? Just what's what's going on, man? Like, uh, yeah. we're not dumb. We know you just went through, you know, hell and back. Like, yeah. what is going on? Like, just just let it out. Like, yeah. it's okay. It's like you know, mm-hmm. and and to be able to do that in in a safe setting was huge for me yeah so you know and then uh we just still on this journny you know yeah well and still I think that's, that's so key like I, I remember I stole this line I think it was Andy Stanley who, who taught this years ago at, at some leadership thing and he said the church should be the safest place in the world to talk about anything yeah right and there's something about that statement that just so resonated with me as a leader who's you know Again, I've gone through those seasons too where you just want someone to be, you know, take you out for lunch and, and those type of things. And, and you feel like we're in these positions where as, you know, as missionaries and as leaders and that you, you can't even share, right? No, but you can't. That's what I was saying. Share. I had to put on a perfection. And so, yeah. And these are one of the That's why it's like our, one of our hearts in this podcast is to break down some of those stigmas to say, we can't talk about this stuff as Christians. Like, why can't we? Of course we should be able to talk about these things. You know, not to everybody and not to get up in front of the, you know, and blab our dirty laundry to everybody. But everyone somebody. needs to be known by, everyone needs to be known by somebody. Yeah. Be real. And to yeah. be real with one another, right? Mm-hmm. To, to go on. Well, that I, that's, that's the one thing I appreciate you because you reached out to me several times, you know, through email or Twitter DM or whatever. And, and yeah. that's how we developed our relationship. Right. So it's, it, it really goes a long way. Uh, it goes a long way. Uh, at least in my world, it goes further because yeah, you know, for years it was just, what can I do for you? So, so you don't really hear too many times. No, 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 no. What can I do for you? You know, it, it, it's, right. it's, uh, yep. It's very nice. And, and that's the other problem, too, is there were people that reach out like that. But again, putting on a perfect face was like, no, I'm good mm. because I can't share with you because I don't know where you're going to go with that information. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, well, there's two you know, sides of it, too. There's the both sides, right? There's the somebody reaching out. But then there's also, can I be authentic? Can I be can vulnerable I be to this person? Yeah. hmm no, yeah, it's it that that's a that's a that's a huge one. It's like the the trust issue, and then it's. I mean, listen, listen to all the different points we're talking here, and it's just you know a, a lot of times it. I bring up my divorce a lot because I mean it, I used to be embarrassed by it. I'm right. a Christian and I got divorced. Yeah, that's a no no. Okay. Uh, but it's like I, I'm not. It happened, you know. It just yeah. Yeah. What can I do? You know, it happened and it's a part of my life and, you know, dealing with it and picking up the pieces and keep going. And, um, but yeah. I, the one thing that, the one thing that helped me more is it, so weird. I, for whatever reason, when I finally got kind of back, when I back on my feet again and I was going to travel and 
somebody reached out and they're like, hey, hey, my, my name is all over these mission trip coordinator things. They're like, would you ever think about doing it again? I was like, I don't think so. And they're like, well, we'll give you a free trip to El Salvador just to see the project. We just we need help here. Uh-huh. And so I was like, all right, all right. They're like, you'll stay here. You don't have to do anything. There's not going to be a big group. It's going to be three of us. Boom, boom, boom. So I was like, okay. So I went. Uh, for whatever reason, there's always a child in every country that I've ever visited named Victoria. <laughs> sure enough, there's a Victoria that was pulled out of the trash. And then, uh, you know how it is. Your heart just... Yep. Yeah, right, I'm in love with her now, and it's like, what can I do to make sure that she? So, I took on that was the first project I presented to my YouTube. Okay, yeah. right. So that yeah. was the one I was like, hey, I just want y'all to know I'm doing this, and I'm not trying to preach at anyone or anything, no. but there's yeah. some kids that we can help, and we needed like thirty thousand plus dollars, and we got fifty. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. yeah, so we were able to do, we were able to build a home for them, and their education was paid for for the next two years, and it was beautiful. Yeah, I remember you you texted me when that was going on. I don't know if you remember that, but you were just like, I don't understand why God yeah. is using this, you know? Yeah. Like, I just, it's like, dude, a, and the honest truth is, is, a lot of these people are atheists. I speak to right? them, and they're just like, right. I can't believe in that. Yeah. Like I believe in science. I believe in this. Yeah. Right. And but yet some some nudge in them to give. Yeah. To yeah. work with And not give things. a little, give a lot. Wow. So yeah. and they're not even they weren't even giving they weren't even getting like a tax break. They were just like yeah, so, trusting yeah. me with their pay like here's a PayPal. Right. And and I keep telling them like you don't have to do it this way, but they're like, No, 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 just just go. Yeah. You know what I found, though, Jay, is that, you know, I think as the church for a long time, we've looked at, we have something that we need to give to you outside of the church. And I think that there's something beautiful about the church working with the people who are not necessarily part of the church together to say, hey, come and belong in this thing that we're doing for God or with God. Mm-hmm. And they and they'll do it. But it's a matter of, OK, let's do it together rather than we have something that no, 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 you can't be a part of this. No, be that's a part right. of it with us as we bless other people. So I think that's really cool that you've had so much. It's very um, unique mm-hmm. because I, I've never experienced that before. So, mm-hmm. again, those are moments where God's like, I ain't done with you yet, man. Just right. you're okay, man. Like you're, it's okay. Yeah. And that's the beauty of, it's the beauty of Christ. You know, it's just like when we see our lives as shattered glass all over the floor, yeah. most people just want to sweep it up and mm-hmm. throw it away and yeah. like, don't step on it. That's it's right. going to hurt you. <laughs> exactly. That's what they see. That's what they see our lives as, you know, and it's yeah. all messed up. It's mm-hmm. just like, I don't want to get near it. I don't want to touch it. It could cut us. Mm-hmm. We can get infected with whatever they got. Like, let's just sweep it up and throw it away. And let's get the vacuum out. Let's do everything we know to remove it from our sight. And then there's Jesus comes along. And is like, I'll put it back together in front of everyone who wanted to throw it away. Yep. You know, and it's just like, I'll put it together something even cooler. Like before it was a cup. Now we're going to make a vase. Maybe yeah. now we'll make something out. And it's, and that's just what he does. If you let him, that's the thing. Right. Uh, if you let him, if you believe my biggest thing now is speaking with all these people church non-church people uh and being a school teacher is that people 
are believing a lie that they were told either as a child or whatever. Basically, for an example, you're not smart enough to do that. You're not good looking. You're too old. You're too young. You're too this. You're that. You're whatever. You you name it. You're not smart enough to write a book. You're not smart enough to leave. You're not, you don't have enough money. You don't have this. So, and then they go, you're right. I'm not smart enough to write a book. Yeah. I took that lie that someone told and now I've turned it into truth in my own life. So whatever I was supposed to do, because at one point in time, I felt like I really needed to write a book. I started to believe a lie and I turned it into truth. And now that passion that I had, I just, I killed it um, because of a lie. Right. And I've seen so many people believe these lies that they were told that God's done with me. I'm not good enough. I'm not this. I'm like that. I'm too, whatever. You just name it. Just name it. Right. We, we've all yep. heard them. Yep. And, and they just, they just live their life believing, believing the lie, a yeah. lie. And it's just yeah. like, and, and my whole thing is trying to convince people. If you, I, I truly feel if you start living a a passion that has been put inside of you, you will see God's hand in it. Right. And when you start to see God's hand in it, you will start to see God in your life. You will. And, and does it happen with everyone? Probably not, but I, I do believe it does happen to a lot of people, but you'll never know right. if you're just sitting yeah. and not, yeah. not at least trying, you know, mm-hmm. you got one life, like you don't waste it on a lie that someone told you. Now, failure is a huge thing. Like it's okay to fail. Like that. Right. That's the other thing that we've been told. Ooh, you failed at that. Just quit. You yeah. know, it's like right. just quit. Yeah. Uh, well, especially when it's for God, right? Well, if you fail, then it's obviously not of God. Oh my goodness. Right? And we use that kind of language sometimes, right? And we <laughs> we believe that's a lie. A lot of time. That's a lie because we're in a process too of learning and growing and changing and being transformed, right? But it, never, it will never end. No it matter never how ends. We get. And right. if you let him, that's the that's the that's the main thing. It's like we stop letting God in. Like I always love the uh, you know we the old Christian catchphrase or whatever it's called. Like make sure God gets one hundred, and we're all like yes. Or we sing those songs where it's like take my life, Lord, and let it be whatever right. it is. It's like yep. take it all. But in actuality, we're like just take five percent. Like just, I'll handle the rest. Exactly, all right? Just right? Exactly. take the five percent that's a little messed up, that's hurting. Yeah. I'll take care of the rest, God. I know what's the best for me. The rest is going just fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what's best for me. You know, I because I, I don't want to move. I don't want to go here. I don't want to do this. I don't want to like. I like you know this. I like that. And it's just right. And, and there's God, like man, you don't have no idea what I have for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know. Uh, like for me, it was again. If you're living fully, and you're walking that narrow road, it's it's uh, you you start to see the world so differently, and that that's 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 what that's my own personal story. Just recently, like when I went to the um, like again when I was what I was saying earlier, when I started to travel again, I went to uh, California to Mount Whitney. And a friend of mine took me high. I'm, I'm from Florida. It's like flatland. So we went on right. the highest mountain in America. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, way to start me off, you know? Yeah. Nice and like, easy. First time out, right? steps in. I'm like huffing here. Like, what is <laughs> My legs are like, what are you doing? And so we get to a certain point. We get to this waterfall. And I'm like, I'm like, well, if I die here, at least it's pretty. And <laughs> I just sat there. And the world just looked 
it just feels like I didn't even it's it's like I didn't pray, but I was in prayer. I don't know if you can explain. It was like just yep, no, I know what you mean. Yep. Just like watching everything, and it, it, I just like, and not everyone has these experiences, but literally a mountaintop experience. Yeah, it was like halfway through. There's no way okay. like, <laughs> like, the halfway mountaintop yeah, experience. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. kept hearing like uh, the wind say, "I'm not done with you yet." It just like oh. echoed, uh, oh. and I share that. Oh. It's like because I guess that's how I personally felt. I'm a failure, yeah. failed yeah. husband failed this, failed that, my health is failing, everything. I just failed it all because I let myself get into this horrible, uh, I just failed at everything. The church has turned their back on me. This, So God must not love me anymore. I'm done. I'm a failure. He's done with me. I built some homes for the poor. Great. He'll use that. He'll use somebody else to carry on. Uh, I'm kind of done with you. And it's amazing. Of all the Christian study that I've ever done and heard preachers that even today, my mind still goes there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, like it went there that God's like, yeah, I'm kind of done with you, Jake. Good job, but I'm done with you. I'm going to go somewhere else. And uh, that's uh, it, it, that's why we have to constantly, you know, in Romans, it's like renew your mind. It's like renew it because if not, it'll start to float back to those Absolutely. things that uh, – yeah. Why? Like, like Kevin will tell you. Oh, sorry for your audience. Pastor Kevin will tell you. Uh, I was going, who's that? <laughs> when you make a when you make a YouTube video, the comments that get the most attention are the negative ones. Mm-hmm. Right. Like a hundred people saying, "Great, I love it. Thank you." This and that. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the worst thing ever. Oh my gosh. Let's like go into town. It's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. We just we you just. That one negative comment goes, that's it. I'm turning off YouTube. I'm never doing it yet. We just resort to it, you know, like the negativity. So So in your battle of of dealing with those lies, is that where the the Welcome to the Rebellion podcast came out of that part of the journey? A lot of it did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gina Carano helped with that. But we, we, uh, when we, we started, when we named it and I said, I want to do this podcast, it wasn't like, you know, a lot of people thought it was talking about rebelling against the government. And it's like, <laughs> yes. no, I want people to rebel against their fears. Mm. And I want to have people on that have rebelled against their fears or whatever to start okay. living. Like, how are you living your passion? Right. You know, like, how did you do that? Like, what was yeah. the first step? Because, man, the world is so negative. Yeah. It, it is so negative. Like, if you have any form of social media now, especially Twitter, don't get a Twitter oh, account. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, no matter what you throw out, hey, I've been working on a book. I mean, it's just boom, boom, boom. You suck. You can't read. You're this. Why even try? You're a fit. I mean, it's just like never. And you're just like, wow, thank you, Internet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much, you know. Or if you're just like, God bless you. They're like, oh, it's a Christian. No interaction. Mm. Like, like push him off to the side. Him, Push him or her off to the side. Uh, it, it's just, um, you know, so it's like, how did you shake off these fears of being, you know, you're going to be judged? Like, that's why I like talking to content creators and artists and T-shirt makers and people that are like, I'm not going to listen to the dream snatchers, you know, and I, I'm, I'm just yep. going to go ahead. It was like, well, how did you do it? And it almost every conversation is, well, I failed at this, but I kept going. Yep. And here there we are. There has to be failure, right? You have to learn how to get beyond well, if it was easy, everyone would do it. 
That's right. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. And see, and see, this is where I'm, it's kind of crazy. I had a conversation with someone yesterday and please correct me, Pastor. Uh, <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> I thought, I'm, I've been like reading through that walking the narrow road and the wide road leads to destruction. And I get where people, you know, that talks about heaven and hell. Right. I also feel that that verse is talking about our everyday life as well. Yeah. It's because yep. doing something that you love is going to be difficult. It, mm-hmm. it just is. And like, yep. we see these stories all the time. I, well, I go to the gym at 4 a.m. People were partying, but I was working and people, I, yep. it's just like a constant. I was focused on my dream, the narrow, yep. like I didn't do this road. That's, and now here I am today. Yep. And I also think, you know, walking on the wide road will, could lead, you know, it's like, well, I'm, I got pain and, and issues. So the easy thing is to take drugs. Mm-hmm. That'll lead you to destruction. I'm right. not talking about prescription meds either. I'm yep. talking, you know, like, yep. like yep. drugs. Uh, and, and it, this, that's just one example of, of many, you know, it, it's right. just like taking easy, going the easy route will, will definitely lead to a destructive lifestyle, uh, in our, you know, I could cheat my way through college. Well, then, the, then the day comes when you get the job. It's like, yeah, well, I really don't know what I'm doing here. Oh, so, you, know, yeah. Yeah. you get fired, you get branded a cheater and you can't get another job. Yeah, if you get uh, caught, you know, like things like that. And it's like, um, I want to fulfill like pleasure in my life. So I'm going to do things that are not right, which is easy. It's easy to, you know, yeah. go down this road. Uh, marriage is hard, you know? It just is. Gotta yep. stay on that narrow road, like when in your marriage. It like how do you stay on the narrow road in your job? How do you stay on the narrow road when you're at school? How do you stay on a narrow road as a parent, as a child, as a, as this? How do you do that right. without jumping ship into yeah. the bigger into the bigger road that could possibly lead to a destructive life or or and not only that, like how do you stay on the narrow road when you're trying to reach your goals and dreams because if you go like the easy routes, it can be destroyed. Yeah. You know, people lose right. their dreams and all the time. Like what we were talking about earlier about believing a lie. Um, you know, that's easy. Quitting is easy. Yeah. Giving yeah. up is easy. Yeah. And that just leads to a path of destruction. Mm-hmm. You know, it, whether it's either uh, mental yeah. or physical or whatever it is, it's just like, yeah. you know, and how so do I've been you like stay? going through that verse. What's yeah, that? Was really good. Yeah. How do you stay on the narrow road and not go back to that place of doing for God, but instead doing out of this place of I'm loved by God and I get to do what he has called me to do. I surrounded myself with people that encourage me, mm. that pray for me, mm. um, that promote me. And it, and it was, uh, I found them, you know, and keep me accountable. And uh, just uh, every now and then, just like, hey, man, how you doing? Like, and and these are people I can. I'm not I'm not doing good today. And here's why, you know, and it's like you got to find those people. My circle is very, very small. Um, And it, it's it's been a game changer for me mm-hmm. uh, mentally and and every, every, spiritually it's been a game changer i have i have uh someone at where i work at geeks and gamers they get such a negative reputation but there's someone there that we do bible studies together over the bible app that's amazing they pick up they pick a plan 
Mm-hmm. And it's not Odin, it's somebody else. But it's like they pick up yeah. who's the Chris, the token Christian, I guess you'd say. But, <laughs> uh, you know, every month we pick a different Bible plan. And it's just like, if I haven't done it, because there's a place where you can write. Do it with friends, right? Yeah. 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 The, it's, the, like, the it's like, what yeah. did you think of it? So share what you thought. And if, like, if I didn't write anything, they're like, hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> yeah, where's your answer? Where are you? Yeah. You know, so it's like, and then I do the same thing for them. It's like, hey, you good? Like, I didn't see you do the Bible plan. Uh, so it's like setting up that. Hmm. Um, and then these are the same people that will love you in your ugly days when you have them, you know, yeah, that won't I, just be like, Oh man, you're really a jerk. Like, look how you act and I'm done with you. Yeah. Uh, those people are easy to find. They're easy yep. to find. Yep. It's, it's the, uh, it's, it's those that are like, you having a bad day. I see it. We all have them. We yeah, all have them. It's just how it is. You wake yeah. up and you're a little short tempered or you're a little like everything's bothering me. I get, we have those days. It's just, we're human. That's just, uh-huh. and that's, and that again, that is learning myself to know that I'm not perfect. Yeah. And, uh, you have days like that and you, you recover and you move on. So, uh-huh. but before it was like, I can't have days like that. Where are you, God? Like, I'm a Christian. Like, pour right. down your power on me. I'm supposed to be positive all the time. That's right. You know, like, where right. are you? So yeah. It's kind you know. of messed up thinking that many of us have had it to one degree or another, isn't it? This idea that, like, Christians always smile. Christians are always happy. Leaders in the Christian world are like this. Always have their stuff you know? together. And it's like, I think it's yeah. just such a disservice because then other people think I'm less than. Yeah, when Kevin doesn't smile on his Instagram post, I'm like, what a terrible leader he is. That's right. Like, that's right. Like, <laughs> no, no, when he exactly. talks about Star Wars, he says it's not doing well and it's not working for him. You, you're right. like, is this really a Christian? Exactly. He's doing yoga. I was like, yoga's from the devil. Oh, right. I don't do yoga. It's DDPY. <laughs> so, exactly. That's awesome. Well, I, I want to respect your time a little bit. So as we wrap up, so what have you got coming up next? Because, like, where are you at? Where, what are things that are coming on, that are coming up that kind of either pouring into your wellness or being you that, that you're pouring into the wellness of others? Well, first of all, I really appreciate you inviting me out. It means a lot. Um, oh my goodness. I was so happy. So, yes. Like, well, <laughs> you know, we are building a special needs home in Mexico this year. And wow. I went out to Mexico late last year and now we're getting specifics on how much we need and i'm about to throw it out to my youtube audience and we need probably like a hundred thousand dollars would be wonderful fifty thousand we'll get it done put it that way so we're gonna we're gonna go for that the um nine line apparel welcome to rebellion gear we're going to do another launch with that, but that, that money is going to help Marine, uh, not Marines, uh, people in the military here in America that, that have had a bad run of luck when they got back or okay. transitioned out and they don't know what to do with their lives. Wow. So they build a lot of transitional homes to get them, you know, back in the working yeah. force and okay. back on their feet. So That's amazing. that was beautiful. Uh, I got to see those homes that were built from everyone who bought those shirts mm-hmm. and it's, and, and honestly, uh, just more of the podcast of having, like, I'm just trying to line up as many guests as possible, you know, from all walks of life, just to hear their story 
and uh, maybe encourage them or maybe they can encourage others. Uh, just welcome to the Rebellion Podcast on all things, you know, iTunes or Spotify, or you can watch it live on the on my YouTube channel. But it's just finding them, you know, and like trying to connect with them and and hopefully they can inspire others. So uh-huh. to get out there and start living the dream. And so like that's exciting to me. Like those those things are exciting to me. I, I love getting emails and stuff from people saying that guest you had on really kicked my butt in the right direction. And right. um, because I just believe it. Like when you start living what you're supposed to be doing, you start to see the world differently. And God can easily smile. You can see him smiling on you. Mm, At least that's what I think. Like, you know, a lot of times people find God in the depths pits of life. Mm -hmm. But then when things start going better, it's like, oh, I'm good now. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't need you no more. You know, so it's like uh, and then when things fall down again, they're like, God, what happened? Like, like, bring me back up and I'll serve. I'll serve you forever, Lord, if you just, uh, you know, so. But if you begin to see God in the fun things in life, yeah. in the sunshine, in the breeze, in the way the grass grows, in, the, in, in your artwork, in your writings, in your speaking, in your walks, in your stuff, I believe that really promotes such a beautiful, healthy relationship with them that you begin to see his hand all over Everywhere. instead of like the trials and when you need healing and when you need when like bad things are going on it's like you see him everywhere oh, right. like, like now like i got like i went to <laughs> so silly but i went to uh as you know like i i run a theme park channel that's like yep. part of my job yeah so i i just a few months ago i went to disney and i haven't been back in a while because it's, that's a whole nother issue but I went back and for some reason they they let me park right up front. Nobody okay. else. I don't know why. They were just uh, waving me in. You know, like, here you go. <laughs> I know. And I, like, I just pulled up and I was like, Man, God, that was cute. Thank you. Like that's, there you go. There you go. Yeah. I was like, that was cute. Thanks. Like, you know, appreciate it. So it's like little things like that where, you know, every good gift comes down you know like oh, that great yeah. parking spot is a good gift for me so i have to walk an extra mile yeah. you know what i mean like uh right. it, it's just the, all all those little things become a beautiful experience mm-hmm. and you don't have to wait to go to church on sunday morning and mm-hmm. and and when you have all these beautiful experiences, when you do go and you're in worship with everyone it just be, it just becomes so much sweeter mm-hmm. right so instead of like every week oh it's terrible it's rough it's bad it's this let me go to church and try to get a fix it's like yeah. no nah, man we're celebrating all the cool things he did too that's so good so, so good uh, well jay thank you so so much for sharing you know even just a snippet of your story and all the awesome things that God has been doing in and through you before you, you know, like had that really difficult time and challenge. And then the, I love the picture you said about, you know, those pieces of glass, picking them back up and turning mm. into a beautiful vase. So thank you for sharing with what he's, uh, what he's been doing since that point as well. And uh, appreciate your transparency. And I think it's going to help oh, no a lot worries. of leaders. So thank you so, so much. Yeah. And, and where can people find you if they want to kind of learn more about some of the stuff that you're doing? 
Um, again, welcome to the Rebellion Podcast. You can find that anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, Jaywalking the Planet YouTube channel is a great one. Uh, and then, of course, the Drunk 3PO YouTube channel as well. So you can find everything there. And for anybody um, wondering, that's the taller robot that's shiny and yeah. <laughs> I have failed you, Danielle. I have failed you. <laughs> all right. It's all good. No, but thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And I really love what you're doing um, with you. this because it's it's the world – the world is stressful mm, yeah. like right now. And being a Christian isn't a cakewalk either. Right. <laughs> no, no, that's for sure. It's difficult, man. Like, I, I remember sometimes you read the Bible and you look at what Jesus says to people and you're like, it's almost like he's trying to talk them out of becoming a Christian. He's like, hey, you know, it's hard here, right? Like, uh, this might not be for you. you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you really want to go this route? You know, because it's, it ain't easy. It's yeah. hard. It's hard. Yeah. So yeah. And we know. don't put that verse on our membership class. <laughs> you know, when we welcome new people to churches, you know, in this life you will have many troubles. It's not the the sign we put on the outside the of motto, the door. Right? You know? Although maybe. I mean, I just I, you think about the conversations back then, where it's like, if you follow me, you're probably gonna die horribly. Just yeah. so you know. Yeah. FYI. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I just want to throw that. That's not in the small print either. That's uh, right. that's out there. So right. yeah. uh, just imagine that conversation, you know, and, and but it's just, it's, it's really something. Mm-hmm. It's really something. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. And like, so appreciate your heart and, and the, you know, that, that willingness to, to be on the journey and to, you know, share your journey with us. It's been awesome. Wow, that was amazing just to have an opportunity to see Jay again. We had an opportunity to meet him in person not too long ago, but to see him again online and hear all that he's he's had going on yeah. and the growth. His story is so encouraging. Like yeah. I just and this is where I, I, I'm a firm believer in, in what God can do in and through us. Right. When we just are, are willing to to meet with him and so i just really appreciated him sharing that with all of you today absolutely and and i mean some things are a little bit a little bit raw and a little bit rough and you know what i think that's important for us to see and to understand as christian leaders that this whole journey is definitely not linear absolutely no that's great and so that concludes this this week's episode of the revitalized podcast again we really appreciate everyone who has reached out to us on social media all the thumbs up the likes the comments and the sharing of these podcasts as well that really helps us to reach more and more Christian leaders to help encourage them in their journey of wellness as well. So next week's podcast is going to be another great story. We know you'll be really encouraged by it. You will not want to miss it. So until then, God bless you, everyone. And we'll talk to you again next week. God bless. You've been listening to the Revitalized podcast. Thanks for joining us. If you found this content helpful, please consider subscribing, sharing on social media, and leaving a review. This helps us to help even more people. Join us next time for more insights on emotional, spiritual, and physical wellness in your leadership.